0: Welcome to the Lady Palace Podcast. We are your hosts, Bella and Amanda.
1: We're just a couple of gals who are on a mission to shake up the status quo around
0: women's health. Come and delve into the depths with us as we start the conversations to empower Educate, create change, and connect you back home into your lady power. You now it's up to every woman to know what's inside of The ovaries, the womb, every part of her vagina. They're different sizes, shapes, and all colors. Life starts from a yoni, straight from our mothers. Sex, fertility, new creation, and the taboo.
1: Let's start a conversation. Your yoni is your homie, so lift her up higher. Ladies say you're proud, I love my vagina. Woman,
0: power, goddess, flower, lady click click
1: i'm a woman and my body is a temple and my yoni is connected to my mental all right
0: it's the boom tang clan We're baller and amanda
1: well here we are well here we are what a year what a year where's it gone where's it gone Uh, Welcome everyone to our last and final episode of the Lady Palace podcast for 2021. We thought it would be a nice little way to just wrap up the year that was and look towards all the good things for the new year.
0: Yes, Um, actually, all the good things. Hopefully 2022 will bring us not two years of another lockdown, right? I don't, like, surely, I don't think so. I think it's behind us
1: for most, most of the gruelling parts I think we've been through. I think it's been a bit of a test to the old human spirit. Certainly has.
0: Learned some lessons. Learned some lessons, didn't we? Yeah. Lots yep. of reflecting... Yeah, and I think also too. I mean, I don't think people actually know that we recorded. We may have mentioned it once before, but we actually recorded this back in twenty nineteen. Yeah. So this these these episodes are actually two years old. Yeah. Or, yes. Yeah, and so
1: we recorded pre pandemic. Pre pandemic, we were all sprightly and had no idea what was coming. <laughs> but um because
0: you spent 2020 down the coast yeah yeah which was actually really nice refreshing
1: yeah yeah I think 2020 was that for a lot of people I think it was just with the two lockdowns that we had it felt more I mean the first one felt like a novelty and I was like at home just studying going for long walks and you know baking bread and watching Tiger King and you know, all the things to catch up on. And then I think by the second one it was like, oh, okay, like not ideal, but, you know, whatever, we'll push through. But I think this was the year that was like the real tough one.
0: Yes. I think, I know, well, for us it was because you were back here in 2021 yeah. and then you, you've worked and supported all the NG clients throughout this year. And yeah. it has been nonstop, and that was the same in 2020. It was literally just holding space um, and working through a pandemic, mm. um, supporting everyone on their fertility journey. So it's been, to be honest, yes, I am exhausted. Yeah. I think we're um, all at that complete fatigue this year. Yeah,
1: and I think because by the sixth lockdown, it you just feel worn down. And it feels like a breaking of the spirit where you're just like another, like how are we going to get through this? And it's just, you know, that's when it starts to take a toll on like your mental health, just your well being in general, like the not knowing and feeling like someone else is in control of your livelihood is, you know, a big thing to come to terms with. But, um, yeah, I think then just like ironing out, that fatigue now like looking you know we've been out of lockdown for a couple of months now and looking to the new year remaining optimistic I feel like you know Melbourne started to get back our you know spark again and feeling good about things to come so hopefully
0: and I mean it's also too isn't it just that whole I mean let's be a little bit controversial but not because it's really about speaking our truth as well of, you know, people being backed into a corner and having to have been coerced into something that they, that doesn't align with their values and their beliefs and not having that freedom of choice as well. I think it's been a big one for for so many people. And oh. we've had those conversations here at the clinic and it is, it, it, it's hard. And so I think... Mm. We're all like you mentioned, is we're all looking forward to, you know, a spark, right? Yep. For next yep. year is
1: definitely. And like you said, man, it's like people being coerced and forced into something that they haven't want to do is the first time we've had to really like navigate this um, all together. And I was listening to something the other night where Elon Musk, he came out and was like, no one should be forced to be you know to have a medical um intervention if they don't want to like it should be up to choice everyone's individual choice
0: absolutely Mm. um and i think it's the first time in our entire lifetime Mm. hasn't it where something to this extreme has really been well the magnitude of that um, yeah well worldwide yeah yeah and you know the the line of media and governments and Big Farm are all in bed with together with each other um, and just I feel as though the consciousness, right, of where we are consciously together as a collective is that everyone is on a different level of consciousness and we're not able to see each other's perspective. But yeah. coming from that place of an open heart and maybe you know, being able to be curious and then to have a conversation. Totally. And just being open because I think the hardest thing out of all of this is the
1: divisiveness. Like mm. if you want to go and do something but I don't feel comfortable just yet making up my decision, we should still be able to be friends or, you know, be family or whatever at the end of it. And I think that's what's really you know getting to people as well like the divisiveness
0: and the like seclusion people. we've already been through enough isolation right ah, together yeah. uh, Or untogether yeah. really yeah and Separately. then to have that as a as another device of separation
1: yeah and that's where it just feels icky for me like it doesn't feel congruent with a like a natural public health order like i think you know, and this is why we created this platform to, you know, talk about health and wellness and boosting people's vitality. And I think that personally is where I think that is where we're missing in, you know, the world. And there are some countries that are doing it, but, you know, like supporting people with like vitamin infusions or, you know, there's been research to increase vitamin D to help with, um, you know, your immune system and just, like, natural other ways to help naturally boost your immune system and protect yourself that have gone completely missing. Like, there's no conversation about that. And I think that's what's, like, frustrating as well. You're like, there are other ways to help you.
0: Well, it's also too, I, and, and that's such a big part of what the Lady Palace podcast is about is, connecting you back into your palace, right? Because your palace, your body is your palace. And you think about when a baby is in utero is that there's an intelligent system of where it knows how to grow a brain. It knows that it needs to, the femur needs to connect mm. to, the, to the knee, to the hip, right? Mm. So there's this intelligent system And nature is intelligent and we're exactly, we reflect nature Mm. and we have this intelligence but it's almost like intelligence has gone completely out the window and any form of natural medicine has really, well, we haven't even really spoken about what health means, right? Mm. How do we actually maintain, you know, a healthy home, Um, How do we maintain a healthy immune system? I think that's what's been very hard for a lot of people is is that suppression as well of not being able to speak our truth uh, and to know that there are other options out there that can help support you um, even in those decisions if you have to go down Mm. that other pathway, right, is that... But having the... Body autonomy and the choice.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well said. Because like you mentioned, it's that innate body wisdom. Like our bodies know how to heal and there is that true wisdom inside of us, which is, you know, what Chinese medicine and Ayurveda really recognize and enhance. But I feel like when we have an outward perspective and just reaching for other things externally from our innate body wisdom to try and fix ourselves or heal ourselves, We kind of miss that link then with that innate, you know, healing power that, like, that's missing the point of all of this. The point is to bring us back to our bodies and back to that innate wisdom. But if we're constantly, like, looking for other things externally, then we kind of miss the point. But I think, you know, on the, you know, brighter side of all of this and the silver lining, I think people have started to see that more and go okay well this isn't working in some aspects this is what we're going to do instead or like
0: it's like the tipping scale isn't it like if you look at the symbology of yin and yang Mm. when one is out of balance the other is out of balance so it's always going to do it there's always going to be a tipping point isn't there totally yeah i think we've kind of Nature with its intelligence, mm. we've reached a tipping point, and yeah. so now it's like, how do we actually find that homeostasis or that balance back in within as a collective? Yeah, as yeah. well as coming because if we have that internal balance, then that has that ripple effect, everything's frequency and vibration, so we're then connecting to that, to, you know, you and I, right, Mm. within the clinic. If I've got balance, you've got balance. Yeah. It
1: has. Exactly. And then that ripples into, like, community. Yes. And then also, like, globally. um, Which is what
0: Angela spoke about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting because, you know, all of these, the past, like, 18 months or almost two years now of what's been going on, like what we're talking about with Angela, how it then would re-trigger people's trauma from you know birth past lives ancestral lineage and it might not necessarily be your own trauma but something else so I think collectively we've just gone
0: through like a mass healing but and when you think about it right like if you look at the body and you look at the spine. And then you look at the nerves that come down, right, through the sacrum, they're like the roots, mm. right? And yeah. So it's like these imprints of trauma that then trigger our base chakra, right, mm. because everything's energetic. And when we're in that base chakra, because base chakra is about security, foundations, family, community, finances. Yep. So we've all had every single one of those safety safeguards triggered and then what happens is our nervous system moves into a trauma response. It moves into fight, fight, freeze, mm. and fear. And that's what's happened. And when we're in fear, we're easily manipulated. Everyone comes from war. War was only 80 years ago, right? Yeah. I mean, and even civil war, in Africa, mm.
1: it's... That was, like, our parents' grandparents' generation, like, yeah. our parents' and our grandparents' generations that went through that. So I think when we were growing up, you know, I think we all lived this, you know, like, wonderful... In the
0: womb, right? Yeah. You were an egg forming. Yeah. In your mother's womb, in your grandmother's. Yeah. So the, these generational it's on. traumas. Mm.
1: yeah. But I think... Yeah, as a generation, we haven't really collectively had to go through, you know, obviously everyone's individual experience is different, but collectively we haven't gone through something like this. And so to have a pandemic just like thrust upon us and navigating all of this for the first time, you know, they're going to look back and study this and this is going to be what is taught in like history and yeah, like history classes and looking back and realising how we responded, you know, from a government and, like, world health perspective individually, like, I think it's going to be interesting. But then hopefully we've learned from that.
0: Well, because it is the age of Aquarius, right? And it is. Mm. We are. I listened to a podcast with Tom Knowles and he was saying, you know, there is no such thing as 5D. It's more about As we evolve collectively. So, like, have we actually evolved Mm. collectively or do we just simply go back into how we were living? I mean, Melbourne's probably a perfect example of that. It's, like, straight back into that manicness into our busy lifestyles. Mm. But, you know, as we were saying today with that patient, how much it is that we actually who said we have to work nine to five? Why can't we start to actually? Why yeah. can't a corporation like Google, for example, make a change and go right? We're going to support our employees. Yeah, we're going to do four four hours a day.
1: Because that's what we're starting to see, like in some of the Scandinavian countries, like in Norway, they're implementing like the four-hour work week or the four-hour four-day work week with shorter hours, like six-hour days. Because people are really noticing the change um, when you prioritise, like, your employee work-life balance and their, you know, satisfaction, their work satisfaction. They get so much more done, more productivity, more, like, general happiness. Because I think, like, our parents and our grandparents' generation, that was just, like, that survival mode and, you know, just got to work like a dog and just – uh, yeah, that's outdated. It's outdated. outdated, now, outdated. Right? It's like
0: there's a breakdown of old systems, yeah. but we actually then have we learnt from this to implement it in, mm. implement these new systems?
1: Yeah, that's it. And that's what the Age of Aquarium will teach us. Like it's all about bringing, you know, the truth to light and those core humanitarian beliefs are like completely highlighted. And I think that's been like, you know, leading up to this time, we've seen more corporations have like a social impact and, you know, have more of like a social awareness and have charities that they're aligned with as like a bare minimum. But yeah, like even the past 18 months, seeing the effects on nature and how, you know, in so many ways, when we went through that first lockdown globally, how there were like dolphins back in the canals in Italy, and people yes. could see the Himalayas from like India, like seeing those natural benefits.
0: Thinking because it was the, it was actually that. the core of it was to bring us back to family if we were if we were in that infam- family environment and if we weren't amongst violence or mm. isolated by ourselves. But the core value was to bring us back to that deep connection and be in reflection in yin because mm. yin is the darkness, yin is the stickiness, the uncomfortableness. Mm. Most of us live these busy lives avoiding that, right, being in the yang where it's, it's fun and it's vibrant and I don't have to think about what's actually simmering under the surface. But it's
1: just that constant doing. Yeah, mm.
0: and yeah. that's slowing down and we saw more conception mm. rates we saw more fertility rates because women were not living in this lifestyle that was just dominated by doing they could come back to being
1: and they were in their yin essence yeah. which women are we are the yin
0: <laughs> that's it we've... So then we've come back into it so <laughs> we've done full circle and now yeah. we just actually need to embrace more of like letting go of the patriarchal mm. ways and come into that beautiful essence of of the feminine, even for the masculine, to actually be able to access some of that feminine for them too. Yeah, yeah. Dad's been at home and been there to witness their children grow Mm. up. Yeah. That then changes their dynamic of how they view the world and then how the importance of, you know, the roles of fathers at home and coming back to community, right?
1: Because that's where you do your own healing in your own families. Like if the feminine and the masculine are on the same page and they both work together and then that child that's at home can see that harmony between the parents and can see the dad putting in, you know, the time and the effort to, you know, fully be present and to be with his child and partner and, yeah, I think we've spoken about that before with Jane Hardwick Collins when we were like, it's not just the women that do the like need to do the work. No. It's also up to all the men. It is, and
0: that's what's also been lacking too, because mm. there's been no, there's no. I mean, in Australia particularly, it's not like there's a great group of men circles or um, men feeling like they have the permission to be able oh. to do the work because of the programming we've all been programmed to. Work hard. You need to be you need to be the provider.
1: Oh, and especially in Australia, there's such an undercurrent of that like toxic masculinity where it's just like don't cry like a girl, you know, mm. like just don't you know, express
0: your, don't express your oh, emotions. Yep.
1: Just get over it, you know, grow a pair, be a man, all that. But I think we you know, there is a softening. And there's less of that, but then, you know, you still see it.
0: That was quite amazing day. when we saw it because everyone everyone was saying, oh, my gosh, when are the men going to come through for the, for the pandemic, okay? And then when all the construction moms. workers, yeah. same. It was, I mean, it was just all the men just got together and were like, no, we're actually... We're we're fighting. We're fighting for this. Because that reminded me out of that movie with Mel Gibson, Braveheart. Yeah, yes. yes.
1: Where it's like we're not just gonna. And that was what felt disappointing as well. It's like where's our fighting spirit all over the rest of the world? In like, you know, all of Europe, they were massively protesting. Not just like a few thousand or tens of thousands. It was like millions out on the streets protesting their rights.
0: And I was like, where is that true Aussie fighter spirit? Ball and chain. Ball and chain. we yeah. We still got that convict.
1: Well, also we're such a new in terms of, you know, the white man coming in and, you know, it's a new era.
0: But look at that, right? Like the colonisation. It's just disgusting. Like mm. man, white man is in ego. Yep. Yeah. There's no, like, the lack of consciousness. It's, like, so base level, isn't it? I come in, I claim this.
1: Well, that's what, like, yeah, the colonisation of the world from white men from, like, England when they went to America and destroyed all the livelihoods and traditions of, you know, the American Indians when they went to India and destroyed, (sighs) you know, like, that's where Ayurveda had to go, like, underground and it was, like, considered like witchcraft and you were you know killed.
0: Same in China it was the, it was more an embracing of when Chairman Mao came mm. in Um, because interestingly like Chinese philosophy was they lived with the cosmology so it was like living with the universe and then communism came in um, because it was a way of control so it's like If we can see these programs throughout the world of what these people are trying to do, at the end of the day, it's trying to break our human spirit. It's trying to break our connection to nature. Chinese medicine was almost completely destroyed. They went to destroy all the books in the 1950s. Um, People were not allowed to be Chinese medicine doctors. Um, It was more about coming in, learning Western medicine. And so you see it's like... Today we have all these practices. We've got breath work, and we have qigong, and we have tai chi. We have yoga, and it's all these ancient practices connect us back to to our spirit, connect us back home, and connect us back to like the cosmos and each yeah. other. Yeah, like I mean, it's so because I know you love you love your astrology and you're amazing. <laughs> 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 but like we should be because we were actually going to get a speaker on and she was saying to us that where the stars were aligned last year when we went through that last little lockdown was mm-hmm. that it was the star um, where the planets were and correct me if I'm wrong is exactly where they were aligned when Hitler was in it was yeah. something to do with the moon and the sun and Neptune. and Yeah, all the planets like the same alignment,
1: yeah, which makes sense, um, you know, in the way that – and obviously it's like a different trauma. It's a different set of circumstances from World War Two to, you know, this global pandemic, but it's still, you know, our individual oh. perception of trauma and people's – freedom's being taken away, we haven't been able to voice our opinions or to really speak our truth, or if you do, you're silenced.
0: Which has happened for, w- for women, as Jane was saying. Yes. Since the Bronze Ages, right? Like oh, yep, and it's like the
1: burning at the stake of the witches and that is where it kind of started of anyone who practised a different modality to the Heretics. main... Heretics.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Then you were just killed off. You were shot, you were hung. You were burnt.
1: Mm. And these are, like, this is not witchy poo, woo-woo, magic. Like, these are proper medical systems. Like, Chinese medicine and Ayurveda aren't just, like, a nice little thing to practice. Like, they're proper formed medical systems that have been practiced over, like, 5,000 years. Um, And this is where, you know, we look to those practices In these times of, you know, Western medicine completely taking over and just feeling like ruling our lives and trying to silence all the other modalities, then I think like it just makes you want to preach it even more and, you know, spread it even more because spread the word of Aveda and Chinese medicine, not COVID. Oh, yeah, I know. It's
0: like, oh, we can go, yeah, then we can do our band. Just spread, spread your legs. Bring it back to the lady fellas, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, like,
1: magical <laughs> spreading systems. Spreading your legs with a virus, wasn't it, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> totally. You don't know what you'll contract. <laughs> and I just, and, it, and that's the thing, right? There's patterns. There's mm. patterns that are playing out. And- yeah. Even, like, the shutting
1: down of so many holistic-based schools, and we've seen this over the past, like, 20, 30 years, of like all the homeopathic schools in Europe and America have mm. been pretty much shut down, same as in Australia. any you know natural modality school has just come under fire and scrutiny when like,
0: and it's also too like I was thinking about it and that's right because it's because it's not proven or oh, but there is antidotal evidence mm. right. and we see that it's their own energy systems. We are energy. How does your heart beat? Your heart beats through its own electrical current. And there how are- do you breathe? Yeah, right. exactly. It's an exchange of energy through cells on a cellular level, like osmosis. Mm. Like we have the elements in our body. We have water, mm. right? We exactly. <laughs> we have wind. When you get a twitch, we yeah. have. Heat, which is inflammation, we have cold, which is contraction. Mm. So it's so like we have we have all the elements in us. It's just that it's so di- viewed so differently. Yep.
1: and it, that's all it is. It's just a different way to view the body. Or and language. I remember, yeah, it's just different language exactly. And I remember one of the first things that I was taught when I went to um, school for naturopathy, they were like. The Western medicine viewpoint is a reductionist viewpoint. So it's like if you present to the doctor with a condition, it's like what is, you know, the pathogen, the infection, whatever it is, the imbalance or whatever in that organ, like let's get down to where it is, find it out, and then we just remove it and it's fine again. Whereas like Ayurveda and Chinese medicine look at the body from like a holistic perspective. It's not just this one thing. That the body needs to get rid of and have it cut out, or you know, take antibiotics and then it'll just go. It's like, what else caused that? Like, what were the other? You know, Some it's like cause. Like, yeah. What's that
0: underlying? Mm, why?
1: And there's always A reason. different reasons for it. Yeah, and it's just you know either an imbalance or whatever it may be. But I remember thinking like that stuck with me. I was like reductionist. And obviously Western medicine we
0: completely respect and, you know, it's Work
1: incredible. It yeah, is. It's what,
0: amazing. It's advances, right, when you to break, support a modern society.
1: Yeah. And when you break your arm or, you know, have something traumatic happen, you go to the ER and, you know, in terms of I think like trauma care, emergency specialist, you know, perspective, Western medicine is amazing and the advancements and the technology that they've you know created and working with is just unparalleled like it's incredible but then in terms of supporting a community to live like a vital thriving life they don't have that education no
0: advocacy no for for wellness in
1: yeah and long-lasting wellness drug-free you know just completely in harmony there's not because they're not taught that at their schools, which is fair enough, but then that's where the other modalities really thrive, like kinesiology, homeopathy. There's all, you know, the other ones that need to be respected
0: more. Cause and, the, and that's the thing. If you think back to, oh, my goodness, I had something. <laughs> um, what day am I? Yeah, I must be getting my periods. So. What day are you? Do you know? <laughs> I've <I'm> mucked <laughs> up. I know. I've definitely ovulated. Okay. Um, It was something about that. But anyway.
1: Yeah, it'll sure, come
0: it'll, back. It'll come back. It'll come back. Um, But I think also. Oh, yeah, that's what <laughs> I was going to say. It was like, well, you look at when a spider spins a web, right? Mm. It's like this. It's an intricate, like, web. And it's amazing. Like, it'll put it in a spot where it knows it's going to get the. It's going to catch its prey. Like I be, I watched this spider at home because um, the kids would get the hose and wet it and then we'd move to another spot. And spiders, spiders also represent change. But I was watching it thinking how resilient is this spider? Like it gets up every day and it spins its web and it knows where to go because it's going to know where to catch its most, mm. you know, it's prey, and it goes into a place
1: where there's not that many people, so they can't
0: be like harmed. That's right, and our, mm. and it's like our body too. It's like everything with our diseases um, and illness is that there's always. It's like there is that web. There is that sort of like underlying. Yeah. Um. Where does that Where does that come from? Like you were saying, is it? Yeah. Trauma based. Is it, you know acute. But that mm. it will have that matrix and it will spin its web. And then it will, if it needs to, it will move to another mm. organ, or another yeah. organ body.
1: And like you said, that like resilience as well. Like yeah. our bodies have gone through, you know, so much emotionally, physically, spiritually. But being able to have that resilience and just go, we're still here. You're not, like, getting rid of us anytime soon. <laughs> We're <just> thriving.
0: <laughs> a little What's bit tired <laughs> by the what end of the year. about it, like a part of value, right? A part of value, the down wind, mm. right? Like, they knew that you, in order to have healthy menstruation, you had to have a descending wind, mm. right, which is your period. Yeah. Right? yeah. And it's like um, we know that the blood has to come, it's got to go out. Mm. Can't it can't circulate back in through yeah. the uterus, which is what they describe as retrograde menstruation, which is an outdated mm. theory. But it's like, you know, all the like, all the language connects into what we experience now in modern Western mm. medicine. Yeah. Yeah. It's the yin and the yang. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, these
1: modalities knew this. And that's the interesting thing now, like seeing new studies in Western medicine about, like, oh, there's this new concept or... The
0: sesame oil. Yeah. Right? So using sesame oil to flush your tubes.
1: Ayurveda, like, should teach this stuff in medical schools. Ayurveda invented surgery. Yes. Um, which, yeah, for, like, probably most of you might not know that. And when I found that out, I was, like, fascinated and I thought, like, Wow. Do they teach that in surgery schools? Probably not.
0: Um, all is like, what's its nature? So it's like it's, um, is it neutral?
1: Well, it's, it's like warming. So it's more for um, like those body types of like vata that have like excess wind or um, ether, like space. So it's more like warming, grounding, but because oil, so Ayurveda doesn't really recommend using like creams and things because they can just sit on like the lipid bilayer like on top of the skin. But oil is like penetrating and it can like go within like beyond the skin. So then that's why they say like Abhyanga to always, which is a self-oil massage, always use with oil. And it's different for different body types, but for like sesame oil and even coconut oil and like mustard oil or almond oil, it penetrates right through the skin and goes in and like lubricates the joints, lubricates the tendons and the muscles. And that's why Ayurveda says that, you know, it's like prevention. So the more that you do that, the less likely you'll have down the track, you know, issues related to your muscles and tendons and, joints and like knee issues and things like that yeah it's so <laughs> L-
0: More lu- lubricated right yeah yeah because then when you're lubricated you're flexible you're yeah mobile your, yeah. like joints are functioning yeah yeah and there's no like stiffness
1: and like rigidity um, yeah yeah
0: and also um
1: like toxin build up in the joints and things like that like it's fluid it helps like
0: you know movement um yeah That's right, because it's all about the movement of chi and blood. When we're Mm. flowing, Mm. we're not in a diseased state. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, And that's why we do the nasal drops, like the Nasya oil drops with sesame oil. It's like a medicated herbal oil, but you can just do it with sesame oil as well and, like, into your nasal um, cavity. (laughs) Because <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. right <laughs> it goes into your brain. Yeah. Day 29 right there. Because it goes into your brain, oiliates your brain, and Ayurveda says that Alzheimer's is linked to like a drying of the brain. Yeah, right. Because, you know, you can't, there's no like
0: firings, there's no charges. Yeah. There's no lipids. Yeah. Essential fatty acids. Yeah. For brain functionality. Yeah. Yeah. For, um reducing inflammation. Yeah. Yeah. We've been onto it. They've been onto it for
1: <laughs> thousands of years. Oh, totally. Yeah. I know. So, like, there, I think there's a saying, and it's like an oilated body is like a healthy body because Ayurveda wants you to put oil everywhere. It's like slip and slide. <laughs> harvey yourself. <laughs> when I do, I'm younger, I'm just it oh. <laughs> in oil. <laughs> I just farted. Oh, my God, did you?
0: I <laughs> that was the chair?
1: Sorry. You honestly could have oh. just gotten away with that. I didn't even hear it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's where oh we're at. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. It's like I, re- I need to do some hum- pelvic floor.
1: We are human. <laughs> but that was funny um, timing because I was talking about oiliation. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, like you can... Chuck oil in your ears, in your eyes, up your nose, all over your skin. Um yeah, it's it's a beautiful practice. But in your giant.
0: Yeah. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Great. Oil in your fallopian tubes. In your fallopian tubes. Yep. yeah, Yeah.
1: Just um, oil it up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oil it up. When in doubt, oil it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Great that's... for menopause too, right, because mm. you become your conception vessel. Like yeah. The sea of yin mm. dries up, right? So yeah, it's important to still be lubricated Yeah, for your joints. And Completely. for On a cellular level as well for, yep. for the health of your tissue. And if you are
1: going through or like perimenopausal or about to go through – or have been through menopause. And if there's been an issue with um like excess heat and um like hot flushes and things, then
0: <laughs> Are you thinking who are you thinking about?
1: Oh, it's got the giggles. <laughs> I think I'm delirious. <laughs> no, I was the thinking end of, of, the year. of I was thinking of like this oh, I don't know. Um but yeah, so if you are going through menopause or perimenopausal, if you do, i be younger, use coconut oil because you want to bring down the heat and mm. make, bring in the cooling.
0: So, I know, <laughs> that's right. It's so, it's incredible because there's so many natural, natural ways to mm. um, provide relief and support. And it's all coming back to prevention, like, and that's what we were saying before, like,
1: you know, these Western – uh, Eastern therapies are all prevention-based and living a life of prevention instead of, you know, and there are cure therapies, but so you don't have to live in, you know, cure and just trying to undo and fix the things that might not have been there in the first place.
0: So it's uh, it's like almost, well, it's like a wrapping up, isn't it, like mm. of the year that's been? and Yeah, I don't know how we got to... 2021 and 2022
1: i don't know how it's christmas next week like next friday saturday
0: next saturday that just seems wild it is yeah it is so if you haven't had a chance to listen to all our episodes we've got we've had an incredible lineup of speakers we've talked about the pill talked about women's brains
1: yep yep we had the wonderful jane hardwick collings on Um, and spoke about more, which was actually a nice timing because we spoke about our rights and freedoms, especially as women, and I think it was when we were going into the lockdown. Um, But, yeah, and then we had previously Dr. Nick on Sarah. Sarah. Yep. Yep. Sarah, Dr. Jane. Angela. um, I'm trying to think. Going back over it because it was about – the start of the year that we started again so it's like season one season one wrap wrapping up. up with 2021
0: It's, it's, it's what, and we've yeah. got our little like uh rap that we want to say thank you to we gift wrap thanks maddie. To maddie from uh kk from 10 year war uh for writing now we gave them some words and they basically came together with our little uh pussy jingle yeah <laughs> Forget
1: the jingle bells, Christmas jingle. jingle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a little one that you popped to at the start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so thanks for those of you who have listened all the way through and joined us for these important but fun conversations, talking, you know, all things women's health and hoping to connect you back further into your lady palace because – as you would know, this is our seat of creation, of, you know, projects of babies, but also of ourselves. Um, so it's, you know, now more than ever so important to connect back into her. So we hope you've enjoyed and had a little giggle along the way. We don't want things to be too serious. We like a little laugh.
0: We do. We do like a little laugh. And thank you, everyone. It's been incredible to share this last couple of years with you. And we are looking forward to bringing you a jam-packed Season 2. Yes. uh, That will be launching in Feb next year. And thank you, Mans,
1: for all Thanks. the fun and all the great combos throughout the years. I know. It's been real.
0: Oh. <laughs> it has, hasn't it? It's yeah. been real. It's yeah. been uh, we've, We always have a ball together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we do. <laughs> and um, yeah. It's we nice will to see share it with media. you know,
0: another sister. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And a, a sister where it's about, you know, and just. Well, real, real sisterhood where yeah. it's not – there's no competition. Oh, there's – We honour each other. We see each other for who we are. We, we share our gifts together. And I think, you know, that's been really healing for me as well as mm. to have that, you know, sister, a true sister. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, I feel like that too. And it's been such nice timing with everything, you know, to really yeah. connect back and – yeah so looking forward to the new year of just even more amazing conversations and having more fun together and supporting the beautiful patients that we have here at Angia and Mm. yeah all the new journeys that we welcome in thanks thanks everyone thanks everyone